Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Fitness Disrupted, a production of iHeartRadio. I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted. I used to work with someone in the fitness world who used to refer to all of the people he trained as his athletes. And while I think that is a great concept because we all have an athlete within us and we can all better ourselves, improve our performance, I think it was misleading and misguided because he would train all his people the same way. And that's a mistake to begin with, but he would train them as if they were competing, competing in some kind of performance, some kind of competition. And this went for them, regardless of their age, fitness level, and that's a mistake. And so that is part of the topic today. What are you training for? What are you specifically training for? And I'm going to outline three specific workout goals. Now, there are more, but I've got three buckets that most people are going to fit into. I will throw in a fourth just as a hybrid because that kind of complicates the issues. But there are those out there who fall into that bucket. But what are you training for? It is so important that you know your goals when it comes to strength training and your cardio because you don't train like a bodybuilder if that's not your goal. And you don't train like a competitive athlete if that's not your goal. You're wasting time 
and you are increasing your chance of injury. Two things that this show is all about. I'm going to help you save time, save money, and lessen the likelihood that you get injured. And so that's what today's show is about. What are you training for? I'm just going to outline three specific workout goals and what goes along with them, what that entails, how that changes what you do strength-wise, what you do cardio-wise, where you do it, why you do it, how you do it, and how you supplement it if you're going to. Because it's really important, especially in today's world of Instagram and people looking and following programs. Why, why are you following that person? Because of the way they look? Is that truly your goal? And it can be. Are you following a training plan of someone who is a high-end athlete? But maybe you're not there yet. Not saying you can't be. But you got to know what you're training for, what your goals are, and also where you are within your fitness journey. All right? So that's what I'm going to be talking about today. Three specific workout goals that's going to help you, again, save time, save money, get results without getting injured. That's the goal. All right, quick break, and I will be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, when it came to strength training, quite often people thought of the bodybuilding world, right? Because those were the magazines. That was primarily what strength training used to be thought of as. You know, it was Muscle Beach. It was Arnold Schwarzenegger, guys with huge muscles, you know, who were lifting for that reason. And that's my first bucket. That's my first workout goal. Those of you who are training for aesthetics, Now, again, these are three buckets that are wide ranging in, in, you know, the offshoots of what you can have as goals, but they work, right? They work for the basic overview of what your goals are. So there are those people out there who want to put on a lot of muscle and want to look as good as possible, right? With more muscle. And that's a relatively new phenomenon with females, been in the industry for 30 some odd years and there was the fear of bulk and there still is but now you've got the crossfit women you've got women who are showing off you know big arms big shoulders big quadriceps and that is relatively new you know uh, within the last decade in popularity so it's not a male or female thing it's both and that's a bodybuilding mentality For the most part, the aesthetics, looking as good as possible, putting on muscle, being bigger. And that, again, is a relatively popular new phenomenon with women. And now, thanks to Instagram and social media, it's all over the place. So what does that mean? How do you lift and how do you structure your workouts? And what do you do differently if that's your goal? Well, there's a handful of things. There's a handful of things. And and for those of you who don't want that, I'm going to go into the other categories as well. But this is one reason so many people avoided strength training because they thought this was the only way. This was the only reason to strength train. Not even close, right? But for those of you who are into that, and I've talked about actually in a recent podcast how I did the natural bodybuilding world for a couple of years, learned a lot about that world. It's different. And let's get right into it. So generally speaking, you go to the gym. Can you bodybuild at home? Absolutely. That's where I started when I was a kid. But you generally want access to a lot of equipment and a lot of weight, right? You want the leg press machine, the leg extension, squat racks. You want as much equipment available to you as possible. So that's where we start. Generally speaking, bodybuilders are in the gym. And they're also in the gym because you want a spotter, And you want that camaraderie and you want that energy. There's a whole world, right? That's that's a big part of it is the social element. You know, generally speaking, also bodybuilders work out together. You have a partner or two or three. So generally speaking, you're going to be in the gym. And then you're going to do higher volume. What does that mean? You're going to do a heck of a lot of exercises, a lot of sets and multiple exercises for the same muscle group. Many, because you are trying to build muscle. 
And in the exercise science world, it is known as hypertrophy. Now, research is always changing and improving, and maybe you don't need to do as much as Arnold and those guys did back in the day, quality over quantity. But by and large, pun intended, you are going to do more exercises. And you're going to be in the gym more frequently. Bodybuilders not only are in the gym six to seven days a week, oftentimes they do two a days. So that is another different factor for those who are really into that lifestyle, really want to get that six pack, get that symmetrical body, add the muscle. It's more work. And that's why there is huge respect for bodybuilders. They are putting in a serious amount of time and consistency. So you're going to the gym frequently, you know, minimum of three, four, five times a week for those who are really, really uh, serious about it. And oftentimes uh, several workouts a day, and it may be, you know, spread out differently, cardio one session, uh, strength work the other, or even breaking up the strength work as well. There's a lot of isolation work. What does that mean? You're doing bicep curls and you're doing any number of variations within the bicep (laughs) exercises as well. You're doing dumbbells, you're doing barbells, you're doing machines, you're doing so many different exercises to get that volume up. Lots of isolation work. And then you're doing a lot of, you know, smaller muscle groups and more finishing moves is one of the terms for some of these moves. But you're doing things like rear delts, you know, with cables and lighter dumbbells. Uh, You're doing serratus anterior. You're trying to hit different, you know, heads of a muscle. You're doing different angles. You're doing incline presses, decline presses, flat bench. So there's a lot to it. There's a lot of work that goes into that. But you don't have to do all that if you're falling into the other buckets that I will describe shortly. But if you love the gym and you want to put on muscle and you love going multiple times a week, staying for an hour at least, working out with other people, studying the body, because you have to know the body parts then this is what you're going to do. Lots of exercises, lots of volume, lots of variation. You're not going to do a lot of cardio. I've talked about that before. Now, there is myth, bad science, that too much cardio will eat a bodybuilder's muscle. Topic for another day, but 20 minutes on a treadmill not going to dramatically reduce your size. Uh, Two hours on a treadmill, not going to dramatically reduce your size. The body does not want to utilize fat, or I'm sorry, protein as a fuel source. Carbs first, fat, distant second after carbs, and then protein way distant third, energy substrate. So, But you're not going to do a lot of cardio. And that is also an important difference, okay? Not a lot of cardio. It's a lot of look in the mirror, the mirror muscles as we call them, right? You are also going to quick dietary difference. You're going to take in a lot of protein. You're going to take in a lot of calories. You're going to supplement, take in a lot of supplements. And always going to give you the the honest, raw truth. A lot of people, not a lot, many who are in this world also take performance-enhancing drugs. 
they just do. It's part of the world, okay, to build muscle and to decrease body fat. And just know your body type. So ectomorph, mesomorph, endomorph, the vast majority of bodybuilders who have the most symmetrical bodies and put on the most muscles are mesomorphs. That's the in-between. So hard gainers, skinnier body types, ectomorphs, and then the larger frame people, endomorphs. So the in-between are the mesomorphs. Those, generally speaking, are your bodybuilders, okay? And there you have it. It's whatever you are exercising for, but this is very important that you know what your goals are when you are following a program. Are you following a bodybuilder's program? And maybe you are in bucket two, you're, you're exercising for performance. Sports performance, totally different, totally different approach. And this is why for many years, runners, triathletes, swimmers didn't do a heck of a lot of strength training because it was the bodybuilder's mentality. You know, the guy I looked up to for, you know, and started my career studying Jack Lane. he used to have to sneak, he was so far ahead of the curve, had his gym and was helping athletes strength train, but these athletes had to sneak in after hours because their coaches would have gotten angry with them, these specific athletes, because they believed they would get muscle bound and that strength training would decrease their performance way back in the day. But that leads directly to number two, performance. And again, wide variety of performance goals, but it's a totally different workout. If you are a runner, a cyclist, a triathlete, you are, and let's go strength, a power lifter. So you've got your cardio sports, Primarily, you're going to lift weights for those as well, obviously. You got your strength specific sports, though, powerlifting, things like that. And then you've got your new kind of specific fitness event performance, which is like your CrossFit, your Tough Mudders, your Spartan races. But what is the primary goal of many people who are working out for this purpose? To go faster, right? That's your primary goal. You want to go faster. If you're doing 5Ks, if you're doing, you know, uh, bike crits, if you're doing, you know, you're a swimmer, you're a cross, you, you want to go faster or get stronger. You want to improve your performance. So you don't really care. Well, you, don't, you shouldn't care as much. This is very important, actually, about how you look. Now, this has always been quick, you know, input of my experience Difficult for me because I am in the world of doing videos and things like that, exercise videos, but I also compete in endurance races. That has been, and this goes to the fourth that I'll talk about at the very end, the hybrid. Because the more muscle you have, if you're an endurance athlete, the slower you go. But when we're talking performance, you are lifting, you are doing your strength training, your cardio workouts for the primary reason of getting better at that sport. So that's totally different. You are going to do exercises. There's something called the said principle, specific adaptations to impose demands. You're going to exercises that is closely, it's tough to say, as closely replicate your sport as possible. Many of the movements you're going to do, okay? You are also not only, well, it's, it's connected, 
part of going faster is being more efficient. So that debate, I've yet to do this podcast, I've lectured about it extensively, you know, does strength training improve running performance? Does strength training improve, you know, triathlon performance? Well, yes, in many different ways. One is that it improves your efficiency. You become a better runner. You waste less energy. You utilize less energy, which makes you go faster. And that is a goal of this type of strength training and workouts as well. You are trying to improve your efficiency. And one I have to throw in there, the most important, out of all of the reasons we strength train, and it's, it's overlooked the vast majority of time in the articles, because it's more basic and simple, but I would argue the most important. So yes, we want to improve our efficiency. Yes, we want to get better at our pedal stroke or our swim stroke or our running form, all of those things. But at the end of the day, the reason, one of the top reasons you work out, strength train for your sport is to not get hurt so that you can continue to train at your sport. In other words, runners strength train so you don't get hurt so you can, can continue to run. Swimmers strength train and do their, you know, cross training cardio so that they can continue to swim. Specific adaptations to impose demands. You want to get better at cycling? Time in the saddle. It's a huge part of it. You want to become a better runner? Log more miles. But if you're hurt, you can't do that. So these workouts are shorter. You know, you don't, ha you don't have to go to the gym, by the way. You still can, and you want access to equipment. But you can get a lot of these workouts done at home. You know, planks, the basics, lunges, body weight exercises, squats, plyometrics. And that leads to another important point about training for performance, greater risk of injury. Greater risk of injury because you are doing speed work. You are training faster. You are doing faster movements. Obviously, it depends on the sport. But you are doing plyometrics, you are jumping, you are doing higher intensity cardio, you potentially are doing greater volume with your cardio as well, and so greater chance of injury. So are you training online with someone who is training like or for an ultra marathon that you're not? If that's not your goal, then you shouldn't be doing those workouts. You need to be doing the workouts that exactly mirror your goals. Now, you can still have fun, but this is where people get hurt. This is where people get burnt out. And this is where people get confused. And this is where people don't achieve their goals because they're not training in the way that they need to, that you need to, to achieve your goals. So. Sports performance, it's very science-based. It should be. And there's periodization involved. What is that? There's the cycling of volume and intensity. There are off-seasons. It's a huge part of it. No off-season. Did a show on that, really? Well, then you're not training like a true athlete. You need periodized workouts. If you are really pushing the envelope, you are really training for performance, there are bigger weeks, there are easier weeks, there are down, you know, times when you are truly recovering, off seasons, things like that. So there is 
a method to the madness. There's a greater chance of injury. And to finish this bucket up, these workouts can be really abbreviated. In other words, you don't need an hour. You know, 20 to 30 minutes of really specific strength training for your sport two to three times a week goes a really long way. Now, especially if you're a triathlete, this is something I've had to deal with myself and with clients over the years, you're swimming, biking, and running. So you don't have five hours extra, five days a week, you know, an hour a day, necessarily, most people, unless you're a professional or retired, to do that. So that's good news. That's great news. When you follow a truly sports-specific training plan, strength-wise, 20 to 30 minutes goes a really, really long way. You can do more. You could do two to three workouts a week for an hour if you have the time, but you don't have to. Obviously, again, depends on your goals. So shorter workouts, much more specific. The goal is not hypertrophy. The goal is to, uh, you know, fix your weak links. It is to prevent imbalances and fix those. My strength training and cardio workout for triathlon right now for the Ironman I'm training for, it's 30 minutes plus or minus, and it's legs, core, and shoulders. I'm trying to lose the upper body muscle to go faster. I need to strengthen my shoulders, especially for swimming. And I need to strengthen the core and the lower body for the biking and the running. Very sport-specific, almost no ex- or, um, equipment whatsoever involved in that routine. 80% of the exercises I'm doing and have done, body weight. All right, so there you have it. And again, huge part of success is consistency, as it is with anything else. All right, you know what? Final break. When we come back, I'm going to give you the third, which is going to apply to most of you. (laughs) You may be thinking, hey, Tom, neither of those. I don't want to be a bodybuilder, and I'm not training for anything specific sports-wise. The vast majority of you are bucket number three. You are training for what? You are training for life. And I'll talk about that when we come back. Be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. 
Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so, so many of you are listening to this show. You're like, Tom, I don't want a six-pack. I don't want to run a marathon. I just want to look a little better, feel a little better, have better numbers when I go to the doctor, and I don't want to be in pain. And the great news is, you don't have to train the way I described for the first two. And that is why this show is so important. So many of the workouts people are following again, on social media are performance-based, bodybuilding-based. And if that's not your goal, then you shouldn't be wasting your time and risking injury. You don't need to be doing multiple exercises, multiple sets. You don't have to go to the gym, many of you, okay? You don't have to do risky moves. You're going to have some intensity, absolutely but it's done sparingly and at your specific higher intensity. Okay, so this is general health and wellness. I mean, it's a cliche. People say, what are you training for? Life. Well, yes. First and foremost, that's what I'm training for, by the way. Even when I'm doing an Ironman, at the end of the day, I'm training for life. I'm not going to get hurt training for that event, especially at 51. I want to be pain-free and around as long as possible. That's the primary goal. So third bucket, general health and wellness. You want to probably lose a little weight. You want to be pain-free. This involves the basics. You don't have to go to the gym. You don't have to do an hour. You don't even have to do a half hour. Yes, this is my book, The Micro Workout Plan. Have to throw it in there. Why? Because this is exactly what I wrote that book for. People who want, they said it to me for decades. Give me the least amount I have to do to get the most out of it. Now, I don't like the least. That doesn't sound great to me. But I understand what they're asking. They're busy. They don't necessarily love exercise right now. You will learn to when you see the results, but you don't need a lot of equipment. You don't need a lot of risk. You don't need to do it all continuously. Five minutes in the morning, 10 minutes at lunch, 15 minutes at night. Okay, circuit training is a huge part of training for life, mixing your cardio and your strength. This is where, you know, bodybuilders will do two body parts. I'll, I'll meet someone and they're like, yeah, I'm doing chest and back today. And I'll look at them and I'm like, they're not 
bodybuilders. They're not training for bodybuilders. They're not even going to the gym frequently enough to warrant doing that. So if you're training for life, it could be two to three times a week, full body workouts, circuit training, and a mix of cardio and strength together. Minimal equipment, squats and lunges and planks, and body weight exercises and jumping jacks. And if you want to throw in a jump rope, awesome. But this is what so many of you who are listening are training for. So don't get sidetracked by the bodybuilders and those pushing high-intensity sports performance, flipping 400-pound tires. If you're not going to be flipping 400-pound tires in competition, maybe you shouldn't be doing it in your training. Keep it simple. It's about consistency, all right? And that's great news. So you can train for massive hypertrophy, bodybuilding, aesthetics. If that's what you want to do, go for it. If you want to train for sports performance, you're doing, you know, half marathons or you're doing Tough Mudder, Spartan races, CrossFit, whatever it is, then you train specifically for that. And you know that there are higher risks depending on what you're doing. But you don't have to do long workouts. You are doing smart, periodized, sports-specific workouts to make you as bulletproof as possible. And that also goes for Training for life, that is my ultimate goal. Prehab versus rehab. Do the exercises now so you don't have to do them in rehab later. It, the choice is yours. That is one of the primary focuses of training for life. It's to be injury-free, to be able to do what you want to do when you want to do it for as long as you want to. And oftentimes it is made way too complicated. People are working out way too hard for that, and they're not doing it frequently enough. Excessive moderation is the cornerstone of training for life. Not doing a lot of exercise a little bit, doing a little bit a lot. All right, and let me just finish up with hybrid. I talked about myself a little bit. So hybrid are those of you who go, you know what, I want to build muscle, but I also want to go fast, and I want to train for life. Well, that gets really tricky. <laughs> that gets really tricky. Can be done, but that's where the science really comes in. And that's where you have to have an off-season, you know, and then a season. I lose weight for my races. I stop doing the upper body work, and you have to know how to balance that. But that is a lot trickier, and it doesn't apply to most of you. But it can be done. But then you really have to look at the science, study it, put together these workouts, and have your periodized program. Okay, but I will do a whole separate podcast about that. But I wanted to throw that in there because I know that there are those of you out there who want to do the same. But this is where the science comes in. If you carry around a lot of muscle, you're going to go slower. When I got my VO2 max tested, the Ironman PhD tester, researcher <laughs> said when I was done, the bike uh, testing, the run testing, he said, Tom, the number one thing you can do to go faster right now is lose a lot of that muscle. It just slows you down. So that's the science that you have to know if you are trying to do these hybrid type or have hybrid type goals. And the best thing you can do is have part of your year where you're, you're going for the... Uh, <laughs> the vanity, the aesthetics, and the other part, maybe, when you're going for the performance. And that's why I oftentimes would do <laughs> my Ironman races in the winter months. So lose the weight, go fast when it's cold out, and then put the muscle back on for the summer. There you have it. Three buckets. Know what you're training for. Follow plans. Follow people who are doing the workouts for the goals you have, not the goals they have, okay? 
All right. Thank you so much for listening. If you have not rated the show yet, please rate the show. Subscribe as well. If you want to reach out, great number of questions I've received recently will be in the next listener mailbag show. Love all questions and comments. Tom H. Fit is Instagram and Twitter, and you can uh, reach out right through fitnessdisrupted.com. Thank you so much for listening. I have goals for you are to help you look better, feel better, and live longer. Those are my three goals for you as well. Look better, feel better, live longer. And we all control three things. How much we move, what we put into our mouths, and our attitudes. That is awesome. Thank you for listening. I am Tom Holland. This is Fitness Disrupted. Believe in yourself. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.